You're listening to the Peak Performance Podcast, a podcast about fitness, wellness, rehab, recovery, and all things relevant to keeping you at your peak performance. Each episode, we talk about things that are relevant to our gym, with our members, and overall observations from our day-to-day coaching and running our box. Our goal is to educate our listeners on things that are relevant to living a healthy lifestyle inside and outside of the gym. Be sure to subscribe to our show anywhere you get your podcasts so you never miss an episode. Also, give us a rating, a share, and like our podcast to help us get out and reach more people. Now here's your hosts, Dave and Corian. All right, friends, welcome back to the Peak Performance Podcast, episode 126. I am Coach Dave. Coach Corian. All right. And if you can hear him snorting, that's Odin, and he's like maybe two feet from the microphone right now. So maybe you'll hear him snorting around. He wants to be in my lap for some reason. I don't know why, but this is where we're at in our life right now. All right. So, Corian, you will start with our icebreaker. Bum, bum, bum. Like asking you or being asked? You're asking me. Okay. Um, what is your favorite thing to eat for breakfast? What? Mm, like my favorite like food item or like... Just says, what is your favorite thing to eat for breakfast? Why you gotta overthink it, bro? Um, I really enjoy eggs and yeah. pancakes. I can't have eggs. <laughs> I like I can have them, but I'm like I'm allergic to egg whites. Mm-hmm. But I can have them in like moderation, so mm. like once a week, and I haven't had issues. But if I have them daily, I definitely notice a difference. Yeah. So that's it. That's it. Eggs, eggs. and pancakes. Yep. Wow. What about you? I mean, it's okay. So again, we're getting old. So like I would, I love our waffles and stuff that we do and having like fruits and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I notice that like on the weekends when we do that, like I don't generally feel that great like an hour or two later because it's way too many like carbs early in the morning and like not enough protein. Mm-hmm. So my body's like, Ugh, what are you doing? So obviously we all know that I eat majority of the same thing every day. Veggie, egg, like omelet scramble thing and both it. Although I was thinking about it today, you know what I really love? Avocado toast with an egg. Yeah, that's pretty good. I was like, man, I should do that. I miss it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, <clears throat> my question for you then, even though I asked you the return, would you rather live 100 years in the past or 100 years in the future? Ugh. Yeah. I already don't like technology now, past. Really? Yeah. So 1921, you live in 1921. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right before, what, right before World War One? Was it World War One in the 20s? Yeah, it's like right as, it's like right there. Yeah, it's fine. I go to war. Wouldn't, because you'd be... Farm field. Yeah. Be traveling. I'd like to be in the future. I, oh, I don't know. I don't like technology. I'm not good at it. I think you're better than you think. And I would do, I'd do the future because it's like, I don't know, like we don't know it. We know what happened in the past. People suck. So, <laughs> oh, there he goes. Yep, there comes the snorts. Alrighty. 
Well, we're going to get into our topic that we came here to present to you all. Yeah. Um, we're going to be talking about... a little raspy, so I'm sorry, guys. We're going to be talking about sit training. Wow. Or lit training. Yeah, I don't know where you're getting sit from. Because Odin's sitting on me. Oh, I was like, what is going through your mind? It could be either one, though. It is sit or it's lit. No, it's not. And you want to explain what those acronyms stand for? I'm not explaining yours. Okay, then explain yours. Okay. Lit is like hit, but it's low intensity interval training. And this is something like we've been trying to talk to you guys about, and I've been talking to members at the gym about, and other people like. I think that sometimes we get in our head that like our fitness has to be a constant like push through barriers. How hard can you go? How fast can you go? How much can you make it hurt? And sweat and breathing heavy and muscle soreness. And that like gives us the feeling like, oh, I did something and I accomplished and, you know, I earned it. Whereas, like, that's not always the best way to take care of our body. So what is the best way? I mean, there's a mixture. I mean, there is no best way. I can't tell anyone, like, here's the recipe for awesomeness. I can. Because everybody's different. I can. Basically, you have to listen to your body, though. Yeah. Exactly. So, like, what I just said. Right. So is it always about going 100% on the workout and, like, you know, always having to go speed? No. You have to listen to how your body feels, like you just said. Um... You know, there are certain days where I'm like, you know what, this works like a great workout. I'm just not feeling it. My body feels beat up maybe from the week or mm -hmm. this or that. I'm just going to do this workout, but I'm going to flow it. And I'm yeah. going to go at like a 60 or 70%. I mean, flow sessions are definitely it too. Like, we don't have to. But I, what I'm finding is that like a lot of people think that they're going to flow it, especially if they come to class and they're around all their friends and someone they might have a competitive streak with. And then they end up not flowing it anyway. And I ask people all the time, I'm like, how'd that flow session go? And they're like, oh, you know, it didn't. Because then we get in our heads and we still push. So even though taking a class as a flow session is beneficial, there's other ways to do lit. And there's other things, um, such as like, obviously it's interval training. Mm -hmm. So things like the EMOMs, like what we did with the ring dips, and the hollow body holds, where it was like a work and rest ratio. You could do something like that, but longer. So anything that's like 30 seconds of work with, you know, one and a half times recovery or so. You could do 90 seconds of work and then like a two to three minute recovery, something like that. So it's, it's not pushing that threshold constantly and not taping your body down to, you know, 0%. Mm-hmm. And what is, like, I guess, like, why, though? Mm -hmm. So what happens is when, I tell this to people all the time, when we are constantly working out really hard and we have a lot of, and or we have a lot of stress in our life, it does the same thing to our bodies. It overloads our system, um, our CNS, which is our central nervous system, and our ENS, which is our uh, eccentric nervous system. And... What it does basically is it fries your nerves. And it, do you ever get to a point, like I've had, I've done this, I've had clients do this, where they're like, hey, I just don't know what's going on with my body, but like, I can't seem to like squat the same. And, uh, you know, and my body feels like I'm losing balance a lot. And it's just like, 
My muscles are getting stuck. It's because you're literally, your nerve synapses are just fucking fried. And they can't deliver the message anymore because we're just pushing them too far. So when we do that, we're constantly taxing our CNS. We don't give time for recovery and like recuperation. So low intensity exercise, what it does is, is it encourages blood flow. It encourages the release of the serotonin and, you know, the other like growth hormones that make us feel good without crashing our system and over it's like basically like think about like the interstate and it just being clogged every day with cars like there's never a time that it's not jam-packed car to car to car if we are constantly working out and we have stress in our life your systems are like just a backed up freeway that never gets cleared but at some point that freeway needs to be cleared and then you only see one or two cars on the road overnight that's what our body needs. Hmm. Short little burst of fire. Yeah, it's an interesting analogy. Mm-hmm. Um, which is why, you know, if you guys notice in the programming cycles that we're in right now, you know, we may be lifting heavy and, and doing certain things and like putting in tempos and going time under tension. But that's the reason why, like, you'll see a lot of EMOM style. Is it the, and some people are like, what? What's the benefit of these EMOMs? Like, why, are we, why do I have to wait three minutes? Like, I'm ready to go <laughs> yeah. for my next wait right now. Like, why do I have to wait three minutes? And it's like, three minutes really isn't that long. But um, the reason why we do uh, the waiting for three minutes is because we want, there's a reason for that. You know, like you're saying, it slows you down. It's forcing you to take those reps and like allow your body to recover and allow you to you know, give maximal effort during the time of, of the lift period or whatever we're working on. Um, it's intentionally slowing you down so we don't always just constantly go 100 miles an hour through everything that we do. And like, yeah, I think, I think that is a misconception of CrossFit. Is, and that's like what we teach people in yeah. on-ramps when they first start. And I'm always like, don't go out the gate too hard. But they, the, like, it's like they think hit. They think, oh my gosh, it's CrossFit. That means yeah. I have to go as fast as I possibly can. And they forget like there still can be pacing. And you can still like, even though the board says 15 reps, you can still split that up. It doesn't have to be unbroken. I know. That's but, the hardest thing for people to understand. And it's like in the beginning, like when somebody's first learning it, they think, you know, we think, we think this. And I did it too. It's like, oh, you got to go. And it's like, you just went 100 miles an hour, you're, you spiked your heart rate, you redlined, and now you can't move. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so it's like the reason why we do imam styles and perfect per, and do those where we rest in between is because it's purposely slowing you down. You yeah. want to go on these cadence or these timing. And there's also times where, you know, the other day we did, you know, it was like, um, I want you to take this every three minutes, but you guys have a t- for the deadlift one. And we were like, you guys have a total of 15 minutes just to get it done. Mm-hmm. Um, and we didn't necessarily take it on the three minutes, it just gave you guys a little bit of time. But it's like you start to learn that. Otherwise, you'd be done with <coughs> your four your four sets in six minutes. Yep. Um, the other thing, too, is like, I mean, you're burning just as many calories when you do low-intensity stuff. You just might have to do it for a little bit longer, which is why we talk about walks or biking or things like that. Right? When we generally do that, we're going for 30 or 60 or more minutes. Right. Whereas when we're doing our high intensity stuff it's generally like a 10 to 20 minute workout so it's not like you're not burning calories and it's not that you can't work up a sweat you're just not basically frying your brain while you do it and so it's just a good way for you just to train your body in a different domain and i keep telling people this but i mean to be honest when i was like at the best of my training for crossfit and then i went backpacking i had my ass handed to me 
because that was low intensity exercise for several hours throughout the day. And my body was like, I don't know how to do this. And so I had not trained my body in a modality that was like different. Like, yeah, CrossFit, we do strength and gymnastics, but it ultimately it's 10 to 20 minutes. And so that long endurance is just not there. And so that's kind of why I've like taken on some of the other things we've done where we go for hikes and we go for walks because I'm balancing out my health and fitness versus like honing in for a specific thing. Yeah, I think the the misconception is like, you know, obviously if we kick our butts and we're moving and we're sweating and we're breathing and we can barely move, we feel like that's the best workout. Like, oh my gosh, I just, you know, okay, I did a 10 minute workout, but I'm on the floor, can't move. So that's, that's the best for me because that's where, you know, like I can't move. So I'm feeling the results of that as opposed to slowing it down and moving slow. Actually, you're, you're, like you said, it's, it's working a different engine of the body yes but honestly um that slow burn long intensity is where you're going to get the most benefits for um fat burning Mm -hmm. in that fat burning zone as opposed to the high intensity all the time is where you're burning you know lots of calories lots of energy off but it's not necessarily burning the fat because your body doesn't you turn to fat it uses a lot of your glycogen storages and your muscles and your livers and and again that's not to say crossfit and high intensity workouts aren't good for no we're just giving you a different like just understand that they all have their purpose right and i think that what we're trying to get at is that like there's this wide net when you're looking for health and fitness if you're training for a sport that is different but when we're training for health and fitness and, and longevity, like we do have to look at these different domains. High intensity is great for cardiovascular um, and like quick endurance. Uh, it's really great for like, what is the word I'm looking for? Like body awareness because it's like. Having to fix, you know, yeah, determine or move. Under, yeah. Yeah, focus. Mm-hmm. Because you have like. Coordination. Coordination, that's what I was looking for. Because you have those bursts of energies, you have those complicated movements, and you have things that like are making your brain kind of like think on the fly. Mm-hmm. But low intensity has its place too. Again, we're still being able to utilize healthy hormone production without flooding the system. And we're bringing you know, healing nutrients to our muscles by getting them to move, um, again, without overloading the system. So... Oh, we got a time. phone call. Yep, every right in the time. middle of the podcast. We're gonna pause it. All right, we're back. We paused it because we had a phone call. All right, so where were we at, Corian? We were talking about low intensity exercise and what how it's different from high intensity exercise. Okay. Do you have anything more to add to our topic here? Yes. Okay. So, like, people ask, like, how much should you be doing? Yep. Okay. How much so, should I be doing? It, it just really depends. It depends on like how many days a week are you working out in general and like what's your lifestyle look like. So you can't really say hard and fast. You know, some people are office workers, so maybe uh, they should be getting a little bit more of both of those things to just get more time moving. Mm-hmm. Whereas other people have like very demanding physical jobs for eight hours a day and maybe that kind of is their low intensity exercise. You know, construction workers and factory workers and things like that so it, it just kind of is a balance for me I coach and I work out regularly but honestly coaching is is great but like I'm not burning a ton of calories and, you know and doing a, a lot of movement 
So I try to get about, you know, two days a week based on my schedule of like a lower intensity. We go biking, we go hiking, we might go swimming or do something like that. That's my goal. And then my other days I'm shooting for about three to four of that higher intensity and or strength work. Mm -hmm. So that's how I balance it out. I, again, I don't think it there's a hard set set rule. I think it's going to depend on what your goals are and what you're trying to achieve. And then what do you actually have time for and what can you do? Yeah, I think timing and, and just planning it out without forcing it um, mm -hmm. helps you like kind of maintain it and do it without... I guess having to worry so much of like, mm -hmm. like, oh my God, like I have to do it, you know, but I mean, if you're able to make it work, awesome. Um, as long as you, like we said in the beginning of this podcast, listening to your body is a big thing. Um, you want to make sure that, you know, we're not overtraining. You're able to give it, you know, your effort and just, you know, there's some days, like you said, you know, you warm up and you're just like, hmm, then slow it down maybe and just treat it, you know, that day, you know, even if it's, if the workout calls for, you know, us going with strength and yeah. you know, pushing okay. an 80%, I definitely did it on Wednesday. You know, maybe, yeah, you just listen to your body and you're like, you know, I'm feeling a little beat up from the week. And like, you can always take that intensity down. Mm -hmm. You know, this, this, I think a lot of times we forget, um, that, you know, all the workout on the board says this, but like, you know, we always tell you guys, you know, we put the tracks up there for a reason and we're always trying to tell you guys that, well, this is what your goals are. You know, like, what is your goal for the day? If your goal for the day is like, man, I'm just beat up. I didn't get any sleep last night. I didn't eat very well. And I just want to go and move just to like, because I had a stressful day at work and just come in and move. Like, you don't have to sit there and go at the 80% yeah. that the workout calls for or, you know, maybe the five rounds. Just like, you know, ask a coach like, hey, man, like, I'm not feeling it today. What, what can I do? <laughs> I'll give you the, uh, the a version that you can work within to give you, you know, what your goals are. Yeah, and I think that that's really important. And again, I've said this on the podcast, I've said it online, all those things. Not a lot of people have come to me and been like, I don't know why I'm like gaining so much weight, I'm not doing much different, I'm still working out regularly, I'm eating pretty well, like my eating habits have changed, but our activity levels in these last 18 months have drastically changed. So if you're working from home or if you're in an office setting that's like, kind of hunkered down and people aren't walking around as much or you know you're not traveling as much for work and you're not doing all these things like that makes a difference so again maybe you need a little bit more low intensity exercise because you're not the same activity level you were you know 12 18 months ago yeah so listen to your body again we this is a common reoccurring thing with us listen to your body how do you feel what do you think is going to give you the best results right now and some of that just comes with time and like trying things and then really reflecting back on like well how did that work out for me yeah and don't and then the big and the other big thing is not to i guess beat yourself up or feel that like well if i can't go 100 percent, i shouldn't be doing the workouts like you know remember it's ultimately your goals your life and and um you know everyone's going to be different out there so it's okay, you know, we're all here and we're going to support you and be like, all right, at least you showed up. You know, that's the big thing. You know, if, if all you can do is like, I hear that all the time, well, I only did the at-home style or I only did this or I only did that. And it's like, you still came in and put an effort in. That's what we appreciate. So, mm -hmm. you know, just because you're changing up the workout style or, you know, doing it to you doesn't mean, you know, that it's right or wrong. You know, that's, I think that's what people, our egos sometimes have to get out of the way. And it's really only our own heads that are telling us yeah. that stuff. Like no one else, like honestly in class, as long as you're just there, you know, I've seen people do that all the time. Like, all right, you can't do this movement. Like, 
no big deal, do this one, you know? Yeah. Just work out with me. Or do this or that, you're in class, like have fun with it as best you can. I feel like we say this all the time. Like, we do. It's just these assumptions. So, so. so that's what um, LIT, I almost yeah. said it again. LIT stands for Low Intensity Interval Training and its Benefits. Yeah. So, anything else to add? No, that's Keep it. Keep it short and sweet. Message us if you have questions on what you should be doing, what's good for you. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you guys next week or the next episode of the Peak Performance Podcast. Stay classy. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week on the podcast. If you wish to follow us, you can find us on YouTube, Facebook, or Instagram at Peak Performance FF. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you like to listen to your podcasts. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, we'd appreciate a five-star review. Unless there's a problem, shoot us a message first. If you can help us get our message out to others, please share the show with a friend. Doing so helps us make more of an impact on people's lives. See you on the next episode.